Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today we're going to have a look at one of the hot topics in FPL right now, which is what to do with Ben Chilwell. Because of course he started the season as almost a must own in many people's teams, but unfortunately named on the bench for Chelsea's draw with Bournemouth at the weekend. And very, very quickly fantasy managers have become disillusioned with him as obviously the allure of the Newcastle defensive options. Kieran Trippier uh, is a sort of similar price point and so he is already short of 235,000 managers who owned him in game week five going into game week six he is the most sold defender for that round uh, as well and so with that um, jettisoning of owners sometimes uh, the uncertainty around a price fall can in the end trigger even more sales so I know there's a lot of people out there wondering what to do with him I'm also a chill owner and I am a little bit and I have been uncertain as to what to do with him so I thought I'd record a short video to give you my thoughts I did my team selection video on Wednesday and I promised some some more research would go into uh, what to do with chill well and specifically I've also got cash as well um, I was sort of umming and ahhing about which of those two to actually start I've done that research now so I thought I'd bring that to you guys uh, in this video there's quite a lot of information from the fantasy football scout members area so as ever I will uh, flog that uh, until the cows come home. If you've not sorted out your membership, you can still get the 30% off with the preseason prices. Uh, make sure you've sorted that out before the Game Week 6 deadline. It will help you answer some of the many questions you've got for your team. Chilwell might be an issue you're not looking to deal with, and you've got other questions perhaps if you've got your membership then you don't need to rely so heavily on me and the video schedule um but yeah let's let's have a look at the the chill well uh, topic in in some more detail and we're going to start off by looking at what you guys are doing with him i've obviously mentioned already uh, what we um have seen just overall with chill well owners but sometimes it's quite useful to have a look at what um what we refer to as more engaged managers and that's largely those who consume a lot of fantasy content you know if you're watching this 
that's the sort of people we're competing against. Um, and so just being able to focus in on that specific data set, I think, is quite useful. And uh, very handily enough, the editorial team uh, have done a brilliant article on this uh, this particular topic this week. It's written by Tom Freeman. Uh, many of you will know uh, just how good he is. Uh, I think it's five times in the top 1K. He's written an article which includes this poll. There's a little bit of input from Zofar and Gianni as well, um, two pro pundits who, of course, are Chelsea fans. And yeah, what we've got on the screen right now is the poll results. We asked Fantasy Football Scout readers uh, what you're doing with him for Game Week 6. Now, 40% of you did say you were selling him. Uh, 32% said that you would be selling him by the Game Week 9 fixture swing. And 27.17% of you said you would be keeping him for the foreseeable future. And so while there is a big like chunk of you out there who um, are planning to sell him, or maybe you already have sold him for Game Week 6, it's quite considering that there's over 50% or just actually just under 60% of you saying that you, you won't be selling him for game week six. You will either sell him further down the line or keep him for a bit longer. Um, there's quite a divide here. And so in many ways, it's become this week's 50-50. What are you doing with Chilwell? Selling him? Are you keeping him? Bit of a coin flip. So that's why we're going to have a look at it in, in more detail. Um, so we'll start off by having a look um, at his positioning because this is quite important, uh, in my opinion. Um, you know, In his time at Chelsea, Chilwell has largely been a defensive uh, asset, uh, either as a fullback or a wingback. But in the first four games, he has very much been deputising as a left winger. Um, and of course, that's happened because there's been unavailable players at Chelsea. There have been some injuries as well. Um, and, you know, Pochettino's talked quite extensively about this. So we've got a quote on the screen here. All the coaching staff feel disappointed when you lose players to injury. Of course, it affects the team, but we need to accept it and adapt. We need to find solutions with different players playing in different positions to try to get the best balance. Ben is a fullback who can help the team in a different position. In four games, he has created more chances than any player. And in the national team last week, Ben also played in a similar position. So Pochettino is not necessarily unhappy with what Chilwell uh, has done so far. Um, and the numbers aren't, aren't bad either. So, you know... He's just—it's only been one assist in the first four matches, but he has been involved in a lot of attacking moments, and so we would largely expect that if given the chance, uh, he can perhaps improve on some of his attacking um, actual output based on what he's doing on the pitch. So uh, he's ranked joint third amongst defenders for shots in the box so far, joint fourth for chances created as well. So goal, threat and assist potential all there. Of course, also had that goal he scored against Liverpool in game week one ruled out by VAR. It was rightfully ruled out, um, which I you know say as objectively as I can as a Chilwell owner on that particular day. Uh, but on a different uh, day, maybe um, a slight um, delaying of the run or whatever, because I think it was offside. That's a goal, you know, and that's a big six points, possibly an extra nine points if he swings some bonus. So he's a high upside player and it's worth remembering that. And I think that we're going to talk about his, his role within the team in a minute. I think the fact that he was benched against Bournemouth has perhaps maybe led us to forget what he can do when he's at his best. And what we've got on the screen right now, uh, as well as that quote, is his heat map for the season so far. And yeah, it does look particularly exciting. Uh, most of his touches are coming in the opponent's half. There's loads of penalty box entries um, quite near the dead ball line, uh, which is nice to see uh, as well. So, the potential is there. The potential is there. Selling this guy, you are have you will have to accept you are selling someone who on his day can go big. And it's worth remembering that. But of course, now let's talk about what triggered all of this really, because there was a couple of disappointing scores based around Chelsea's performance um in the last few weeks. You know, clean sheets not kept where they should have been, things like that. But the big thing is, of course, the fact that he did not start the game against Bournemouth, which we felt like was uh, an opportunity for him to get back on the horse. FPL points-wise, you know, an easy fixture for them. And, of course, he did keep a clean sheet. 
but no clean sheet points for Chilwell. So that has made people very nervous. So we do have to talk about this. And so what we, we got out of Pochettino from the Bournemouth game was um, Pochettino suggesting that he wanted a, quote, more offensive player uh, on the left wing. Um, not necessarily someone who's a bit more rude, someone who's just a little bit more attacking minded or perhaps historically played in a more attacking position. So that's why Mudrik uh, was the one who came in for him, who, of course, is more of an attacking player. And the quote from Pochettino was, I think we're going to play with Mudrik in the position that we normally have been playing Chilwell. We will play with a more offensive player and keep the back four. And it was Colwell who actually played uh, left back in that particular game. And it's also worth noting we had a sort of similar-ish situation develop in game week four when Chelsea were 1-0 down at home to Nottingham Forest and they wanted a little bit more in the way of attacking penetration. And so Madueke was put on in place of Chilwell just after the hour mark. Um, again, just looking to, to provide a little bit more attacking insight uh, in, the, or perhaps maybe a little bit more attacking quality. Chilwell was definitely a persistent attacker, but you know, because he, he's obviously created a lot of chances, obviously had lots of shots as well compared to other defenders. But you know, you would expect midfield players and attacking players to perhaps um, know how to to finish those opportunities a little bit better. Perhaps that was the uh, the thinking there. There was also possible discussions on Sunday uh, about maybe a small knock that was mentioned in the Sky Sports commentary. Um, that hasn't been verified anywhere else. Um, the editorial team have confirmed. So it's possible that might have been a bit of a misunderstanding in terms of why he wasn't in the team. So largely it would appear a tactical decision, which arguably is worse <laughs> because if he had a small knock, uh, then we might feel a little bit more confident that he's going to come straight back into the team for game week uh, six, for example. The fact that it was tactical is, is a bit concerning. However, it is worth pointing out that Mudrik didn't necessarily set the world on fire in this game. Uh, he, he was okay. He was okay in the first half. He created a couple of chances that Chelsea couldn't put away. So maybe on a different day, maybe he walks away with an assist. But he was quite poor after half time. He was actually the first Chelsea player who was substituted in this match. 63 minutes. Cole Palmer came on for him, and then Cole Palmer played on the right hand side. Sterling came onto the left wing uh, as well. And so there's a really interesting quote from Pochettino, which certainly indicates that he wants to see more from Madrid and all of this is perhaps maybe encouraging if we're hoping fingers crossed that perhaps Chilwell is going to come back into the team in this position so this is the uh, quote on Madrid uh, he's improving he still needs to learn the Premier League is very fast the speed of the game is so fast I think it's about understanding the game better trying to be more connected sometimes with the team we need to give the time and to give the tools for him to improve during the season we need to be tough in the way we are trying it's about improving our efficiency in front of goal and so yeah it very much um, a call for Madrid to do better, which we're hoping, fingers crossed, maybe might mean um, Chilwell comes uh, back into the team. He did, of course, feature against Bournemouth. He came on uh, off the bench uh, on around 80 minutes, replacing Colwell. He did actually have uh, an opportunity to create an assist for Nicholas Jackson. And I suppose Jackson is also part of the problem here because Chilwell has been creating chances. Jackson hasn't been putting them away. If you've not had a chance to watch the video of people hypothetically increasing the size of the goal for that wayward Jackson shot at Bournemouth, do give it a watch because it is quite funny. I think in the end they had to increase the size of the goal by about 300% before it actually would end up theoretically in the back of the net. Um, so that, of course, isn't helping here. But then Chilwell also got a booking as well. So it was just the zero points. And so very much the, the, the question people are asking here is, is Chilwell going to start game week six against Aston Villa? And I'm here to tell you right now, I've got no idea, right? But I'm also here to tell you right now, 
We don't care, right? Because this particular game week, game week six, I think it's a game week that we can afford to delay a possible decision on Chilwell because it's not a particularly nice fixture. Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting that everybody keep Chilwell. It's all very team dependent. If you've got the opportunity to move him on perhaps to a trippier because the rest of your team you're happy with, I don't think that's a bad place to be in. But for those of you who are perhaps on the fence... And you're thinking about maybe getting salary in your team, so you need some funds, and you don't therefore don't want to necessarily jump onto to Trippier. You want to have a look at Botman, for example, um, and you've got maybe a Gabriel. I mean, that's that's sort of the situation with my team. As I said, I've recorded my team selection video already. Go check that out um, if you've got a sort of similar team slash dilemmas to me. Hopefully, it proves useful. But my point about this particular game week is that it is not one I would probably be fancying Chilwell in anyway. Here's a couple of reasons why. Aston Villa, so far this season, the only team to have produced more XG than them this season is Man City. So the chances of a clean sheet against Aston Villa, I think, are relatively slim. In terms of attacking returns... Probably more likely. Aston Villa are kind of lower mid-table for expected goals conceded so far this season. So there's possibilities of some attacking returns here. But certainly this is not a fixture where I'm looking at Chilwell and necessarily expecting him to be tremendously explosive. However, game week 7 and game week 8, Chelsea are away at Fulham and they're away at Burnley. And I think it would be uh, remiss of us to kind of dismiss those fixtures uh, so easily. And here's a couple of reasons uh, why. First things first, we'll keep it to Chilwell to begin with. Um, Chilwell is an important player to Chelsea. He, um, you know, at times has had the captain's armband, especially with Rhys James not always being around. Um, you know, he is very effective both as a fullback, a wingback, and can be effective as a left wing. I mean, if he scores that goal against Liverpool, perhaps maybe everyone's view of his season is a little bit different. So the chances of him somehow losing his place permanently, I personally feel like is quite slim. Now, if he's going to go into a rotation, that of course does carry some concern. But based on the quality of the player and his role at the club, I would imagine that he's going to start probably more games than he's not going to. Now, um, if that's the case, I, well, this Aston Villa game gives us the opportunity to answer that question with a little bit more data. Because if he comes back into the team against Aston Villa, that tells us what we need to know for game week seven and game week eight. It means we're more likely to be able to trust him for game week seven and game week eight. And we can probably get away with benching him if that's what you're thinking you might do against Aston Villa because his chances of returns this week aren't massively high anyway. Alternatively, if he misses this game, it's also answered your question, you can't trust him for Fulham and Burnley. So I personally think that maybe holding on to him gives you the opportunity um, to maybe maximise output from those two games. Because those two games, as I said, we shouldn't be dismissing them because let's now shift to the fixtures themselves rather than Chilwell. So uh, Fulham and Burnley, how have they been so far for attacking returns? Well, not very good. If you measure all of the teams in the Premier League for minutes per expected goals this season, because of course Burnley and Luton have played one fewer game than everybody else, uh, Burnley are the second worst in the Premier League for this they um, record 1xg every 132.3 minutes and Fulham are the third worst every 99.4 um, then let's have a look at how Chelsea have been defending and actually it isn't bad they are the third best team for minutes per expected goals conceded so far this season the only two teams with a better stat for that uh, are Arsenal and Manchester City who most people are putting down as the two title contenders so Chelsea on a good day when they play teams that haven't really been producing all that much in the way of goal threat should be keeping clean sheets. And that's what the numbers are telling us. And so when Chelsea's defence are going to be going up against those two very poor teams, I think the chance of a Chelsea clean sheet is high, which again 
is another reason why I'm feeling like, hmm, it would be nice just to give Chilwell one more week of Izzy back in the team to maybe capitalise on that clean sheet. Um, of course, the uh, defences of those two teams also not been very good. So in terms of minutes per expected goals conceded, I've now flipped that little table that I've had on the screen there to be the worst team. So this instead of the best and Fulham are comfortably the worst team for minutes per expected goals conceded. Uh, and then Burnley are the seventh worst. So we've got two teams that are very much in the bottom half of the table for conceding chances. Uh, and as we all know, Chilwell, when he is on the pitch, is going to be very central to those attacking returns. So um, let's have a look first at Chelsea's players for touches in the penalty box. Now, Chilwell actually ranks third best for this amongst the whole team. The only two players with more touches in the box so far this season at Chelsea, Jackson and Sterling, which is not surprising. Sterling is someone who touches the ball quite a lot. Every possession involves a higher number of touches for him because he's sort of a very tricky uh, player with good technique. Um, but yeah, only two players ahead of him at Chelsea. And what's also quite interesting is, of course, that minutes played, it is reduced. It is down a little bit because he you know, came off earlier than we'd like against Forrest and he did not start the game against Bournemouth and only played 10 minutes. So it means that his minutes per penalty box touch is quite high. Um, and then what he's doing in those advanced positions also is worthy of um, keeping an eye on uh, at at Chelsea, compared with his Chelsea teammates. So let's um, start first with um, some creativity. So in terms of creativity, the most creative player so far this season for Chelsea is Enzo Fernandez. He's created 11 chances, three of them were big. Uh, but Chilwell is just behind him on nine chances created, and two of them are big. And of course, with the reduced minutes, it's a relatively similar minutes per chance created between those two. Uh, he's, he's joint second for chances created with, with Sterling, but he's creating um, a higher quality of chances, two big chances created Sterling, just the one. Uh, and then let's move on to what he's able to do uh, uh, in terms of that goal threat. Well, uh, in terms of shots in the box, the only two Chelsea players with more shots in the box than Chilwell so far this season, uh, again, it's Sterling and Jackson. Uh, he's He's got five shots in the box. That's level with Fernandez, Colwell and, uh, oh yeah, and one more than Dezalzi. Uh, and all of that condensed down into uh, expected goal involvement actually puts Chilwell fourth best amongst Chelsea players. Um, so he's uh, got, supposed to have been involved in 2.15 goals. Uh, Enzo Fernandez 2.76, Sterling 2.87 and Jackson 3.73. And if you actually filter that to non-penalty expected goal involvement, uh, of course, Enzo Fernandez uh, is the penalty taker at the moment. Uh, Chilwell does actually jump above Fernandez. So in terms of open play, goal involve, expected goal involvement, again, the only two players uh, who are doing better for those numbers uh, at Chelsea are Sterling and Jackson. And so what it means is, let's just go back to those fixtures. It means that if we get some information about um, Chilwell being able to, to consistently start games again. He is in a very strong position to do significant damage against Fulham and against Burnley to those that haven't got him anymore because the clean sheet feels quite st strong chance. They've both got poor defences and he's an integral part of that attack when he's on the pitch. And so what do we need? We need more information about whether or not he's going to start. There's two uh, opportunities for us to have that information delivered to us in the next couple of days. First things first, we're going to have a press conference uh, ahead of that Aston Villa game uh, I'd like to think if the journalists, uh, journalists there are worth uh, 
you know, worth their pay. They're going to ask him about Chilwell. Uh, and if we get an answer there, then you're going to find that information either on the Fantasy Football Scout um, Twitter account or if you haven't got uh, time to, to scroll through social media while at work, carve out a little bit of time to watch the team news video on Friday with Neil and Joe where they will be dissecting all of the quotes that come out of that press conference. That will, of course, then translate into Neil's predicted team for game week six. Very, very good at those. One of the best guesses of a Premier League team. Uh, it, well, estimators feels, uh, I guess feels too, uh, he's, he, there's more thought that goes into it than just guessing. It's one of the best in the business for that. So keep an eye on that as well. Now, uh, the second obvious it seems an obvious one the second place where we're going to get more information about Chilwell's role on the team is of course the Aston Villa game itself which is why I'm now leaning towards uh, benching Chilwell because I feel like I can get away with doing that for this game because it's not particularly favorable at either end of the pitch Um, and finding out what happens there if it looks like He's back in the team um, and uh, plays well. Um, and then, of course, we will we'll then get a press conference actually ahead of the Fulham game as well. If, if those two, uh, well, I suppose, those three touch points, the two press conferences outside of the Villa game and the Villa game, give me a sense that he's he's back in the team for the Fulham and Burnley game. I think he could end up actually being a powerful differential because a lot of people would have sold him. So those numbers just make me think there's an opportunity there, which I'd like to give myself the best chance to lean into. And that's why I think I'm probably going to bench Chilwell rather than sell him for this particular game week. Um, But let me know what you guys are thinking. Um, Hopefully this video has helped you out uh, with this particular subject. I know it's a tricky one because there's a lot of interest in Newcastle defence and possibly Man City as well. Um, But yeah, if you found this useful, found this interesting, um, then give this video a like uh, and hit the subscribe button and uh, the bell notification so you don't miss a thing. And as I said, all of the tables you've seen here have come straight from the Fantasy Football Scout members area. So if you want access to all of this so you can play around with it in your own time, then do uh, make sure you've signed up for membership ahead of the Game Week 6 deadline. Well, with that, I shall leave you fine, folks, to the rest of your FPL tinkering, and I shall see you next time. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.